Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Kaylee Dallison from Mermaid Lagoon. How are you doing today, Kaylee? I am doing great. Very, very good. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. And we know that you have um, a couple of, of your kids with you, so if they make any noise, it's okay. <laughs> okay, good deal. <laughs> There's, you know, most of the people that have been on the show so far are mothers, so they understand it's a difficult time. So. <laughs> yes. No problem at all. No problem at all. Well, I just want to kind of open the floor for a second to give you a minute to introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit about you and your business and, and how long you've been in it and anything else you want to share. Okay. Um, well, I am Kaylee, obviously. Um, there's my baby in the background. <laughs> um, I am the owner of Mermaid Lagoon Spray Tan and Pampering. I have been spray tanning for two years, but I have only been at my current location for about eight months. Okay, and where you're in Texas, correct? Yeah, I'm in Longview, Texas, okay, which good. is a small town. Yeah, where I was, in, I don't, I don't know where that is, but. Uh, it, I don't know much about Texas other than Austin and uh, Houston. So. I'm about four hours from Houston. Okay. Okay, very good. And before that, where were you? I have lived here my entire life. Oh, okay. You just moved to a new location there, though. Yeah, I was inside of like a boutique slash salon with some other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that failed miserably for me, I decided to venture out on my own. Uh, okay, and what 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 do you know, or, or could you pinpoint something that made that specific thing fail? Was it like the situation? Was it the people, or was it just like the location? Or it was me. Um, okay. I think um, <laughs> I I normally have all, I have four kids, so I have them with me almost all the time. My older two are in school, but my two younger with me. My two younger ones are with me all the time. Um, so taking them to work with me, um, they didn't have any room to do anything there was no you know place for kids to go so it really hindered the hours that I could work oh okay yeah that makes complete sense I'm sure any mother out there can definitely relate with that yeah yeah definitely definitely so you've been in the business and spray tanning for two years you said yes two years this month very good awesome well congrats on that two years so far and, and many more to come Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I like to start with a uh, the, the roller coaster of the entrepreneurial life of the highs and lows, the ups and downs. Um, if you want to touch on uh, both a worst moment and a best moment so far in your business within the first couple of years, it sounds like you might have kind of touched on a low point there, but I don't know if that's the worst. So if you want to touch on both, both sides of that and kind of uh, share that story with us, that would be great. I really don't have a worst moment. I've heard so many scary, terrifying stories, you know, from, you know, unhappy clients to, I've I've heard so many things. And my worst moment for me really was just venturing out and deciding to do it on my own. It wasn't even my idea. It was my husband's. He came home on Valentine's Day this past year and brought me this gigantic plant. And I was like, why, why would you buy me a plant? I do not understand. And he was like, well, it's more than that. He was like, this plant is going to go in your new building. 
I'm like, what, what do you mean? My new, like, I cannot do this. I'm, I was doing like two tans a month. It wow. was, it was so bad. I was like, why on earth would you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, he's like, I believe in you. And I was like, no, all right, let's see. Um, so that, that brings me to my best moment. Um, I've only been where I'm at for about eight months now. Um, my grand opening weekend, um, I just worked on Saturday and I did 48 tans. Wow. And that was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Yeah. And, uh, so I've worked so hard over the last eight months to make sure that I have, um, you know, the best of the best. I use the best solutions or what I think are the best. Sure. Um, I make sure that I have a kid-friendly environment for my clients who mostly are moms who can't always find a babysitter to do something for themselves. Um, and so I won a Locals Love Us Award my first eight months in business. And that, to me, was huge because there are so many people around here who do spray tans. Yeah, that's awesome. That That's a crazy story. It's great to hear. I mean, first off, your husband, congrats to him for doing that. I mean, a little kick in the butt will help, right? Yeah. So, um, that's awesome for him to do, for sure. And the belief in you, obviously, is, is great. And that probably helped you kind of uh, springboard or push you forward for sure now what what did you what would you say is the i know you said like two tens a month and the situation with the with your kids being there and stuff but what was the difference between that and that opening day those 48 tens was it like you had more belief in yourself and you were pushing it like this is my thing is that is that was that the difference i mean that's a drastic change from two tens a month of 48 in one day yeah well or you know opening your own spot you kind of have to push yourself because you don't have any anyone to fall back on. There's no one else in there with you to, you know, give you clientele. So I just reached out to Facebook and was like, here's what Eric did, which is my husband. Here's what we're doing. Let's, you know, get you tanned. And the I've had an overwhelming response to just people on Facebook who are like, yeah, I'm going to get a spray tan by you. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, the power of social media, right? A lot of people still doubt. Did you did you do any advertising or was it all organic? I have the only thing I have done is post on Facebook, and I do have a Facebook page for my business, mm -hmm. but most of it has just been through like my personal page. Like I don't boost posts or do ads or post in garage sale sites or sure. any of that stuff because I don't have time for it. So right. Strictly been word of mouth by using Facebook. Yeah, and that's powerful. And I think you made a good point about that. Uh, whether it was an intentional or not to to leverage your personal Facebook versus your business Facebook, I think a lot of people disconnect and, and forget their personal one and just post a lot of as their business. And people really relate to and purchase from and buy from and and go get services from people, not companies. Right? We relate to the actual story and the person and the situation, not necessarily the fact that. Um, you know, it's, it's mermaid lagoon, uh, but it's, it's Kaylee. So that's, that probably helped a lot. Uh, you oh, know, it helps a whole lot. Um, I'm very open on social media. I really allow people into every aspect of my life. Um, and so that just, it, it seems to help more than anything else. Sure. Sure. And that's good. People like to, people like to relate to the story and the situation. And that's why, uh, movies are so good and everything. They always have a consistent thing because they get you in tune with somebody and you actually feel for them and the story and the situation. It's the same kind of thing with social media. It kind of opens that can and the people that usually will open up more and be themselves uh, typically get a better uh, return or response from people. 
for sure. So very good. That's 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 really good to hear from you. Um, and for you, do you remember how you got your first paying customer? Uh, it might have been the old location, but. Um, it was in my old location. Mm. Um, I had practiced on two or three friends who were very, very trusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually practiced on one of my best friends in my bathroom in my shower at home, and it went miserably. It, she looked awful. Everything about it was awful, but it was such a learning experience. Um so I did my next few on a few other friends, posted pictures on Facebook, and was like, I'm now accepting clients, and had a few people were like, hey, I'll do it, okay. and it just kind of rolled from there. And again, that was your personal Facebook then? Yeah. Okay. Very good point to make. A lot of people will see, be interesting to see if some people try that and get some more response versus their uh, business page. And maybe people do post from their personal page, but it seems like a lot more business uh, pages are active than personal ones on trying to push or their services, so... Oh, definitely. And no one's on Facebook scrolling through your business pages is the main thing. They're <laughs> they're on there to see what you're doing, very not true. what every business around is doing. Right. Very true. Very true. That's a good point. And the boosting the post is a little uh, convoluted, I think, and a lot of people don't quite understand the way it works. You know, initially the way Facebook was is you got a, a Facebook page for your business and people liked it and then they would see things when you updated it. But Facebook got people or the businesses so used to that that when they started basically hiding that information unless the business is posted and boosted it, then they wouldn't see it. So now they got these people that have to pay to boost posts for people to even see it, how they used to see it for free. I don't yep. know if that's confusing, but <laughs> it's interesting. But um, nevertheless, Facebook is a business, so they have to do it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, and for you, um, and for you, do you have anyone else working with you right now, or is it just you? It is just me. Okay. Do you are you hoping to have employees? Um, right now, no. I'm in a pretty small location. I have it set up to where I have an office. I have my spray tan room, and then I have a gigantic room for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, not just mine, but for my clients too. Awesome. So where I'm at now, no. But eventually, I would like to own my own salon and have other people with me. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I was going to ask about how, um, and you could probably still comment on this how how it's changed for you you know on a day, daily weekly and monthly basis obviously when you were doing two times a month you have a ton of time on your hands uh, but now that you're busy um, and it sounds like you're consistently busy then I'm curious as to what that time is spent doing and how that's changed for you um I am horrible at time management <laughs> <laughs> I really am I basically go to work pick kids up from school go back home um, my house is constantly a mess. I hardly ever cook dinner, <laughs> but I, I will literally, if someone texts me right now, I'm in a parent pickup line. So if they're like, Hey, I need a tan right now. Like I can be there in an hour and I'm, yeah. I'm very open. So I think that I have a lot of lead way over other people who are like, well, you know, you can't make an appointment the same day you want in. And I can't like, I live 10 minutes away from my store, so I can be there in a blink of an eye. <laughs> Right, and you're willing to do that, whereas some people kind of, and I get it, some people are like, hey, you need a schedule, I'm not here, you know, at the beck and command of, of the people, but I guess it depends. Yeah, the only time that I really, I've, I'm not a morning person, mm -hmm. so unless I really, really like you, I'm not tanning you before 1030 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah, luckily most people tan in the evening, uh, from what I gather. <laughs> I really do, I mean, I typically am there from 10:30 in the morning 
until about 8, 9 o'clock at night. So okay. it really is all over the place. Good. I, that's great to hear. Um, very good. I, I would I would personally get tanned at night, so I have to stay in the solution too long, but <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. Well, uh, if you had to pinpoint one thing that you did, and obviously you did very well to take your business from where it was at two tans per month to now where you're obviously doing um, a good number of tans per day, um, what would you say was the one thing that contributed the most to your success and, and to getting you from, from point A to point B? I think that being unapologetically myself has been the number one thing. I mean, I show most places, most tanning places around here, you walk in and you're greeted by a pretty teenage girl who looks gorgeous and I'm not that. I am a mom of four. I come to work in a messy bun and sweatpants. And so I feel like that kind of helps people feel comfortable because they walk in and they're like, they're not, oh, my gosh, look at this pretty girl who's about to see me in all my glory. Right. It's, oh, all right, this hobo-looking <laughs> chick's going to see me. I, I can totally deal with that. <laughs> and I, I think that being me and my personality has just helped bring me business. Yeah, I agree with that. And it, and it all comes back to you know, who, who's your demographic or what, what is the demographic that you serve and who is your ideal client? So for you, that's perfect for somebody that's in, um, you know, Brooklyn, New York, they might have a different one for somebody that's in a, a, in a town where it's a bunch of of ritzy people, then they're going to have a different clientele and they have to show up more professional and things like that. But it all just depends on your, who you're serving and, it, you know, the niche and, and everything that you focus on. So that's good for you. I mean, that works for you. That works for your town. It sounds like that's perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I like to hear that, you know, different different stories. Everybody's in a different situation. Um, so that's cool to hear. It's great that you have that playroom, I guess, kind of in your in your uh, little studio. That's good yeah, for Netflix, all the... Yeah, Netflix all, and video games, they <laughs> change the way kids behave. They just walk in and they're like, oh, okay, let's sit here and play this game and right. hang out. Right, while well, mom gets a tan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my kids are always there, so they're like, ooh, my friends are coming. Oh, yeah. I've never met them before. How do you know they're your friends? <laughs> That's very cool. That's a good, I, actually, first time I've heard that, somebody had a playroom at their place, but that makes sense, and it depends, again, on who you're who you're serving for you. It's, it's mothers that have kids, and they want to bring them there so they can have a, 15 minutes of sanity, right? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, you mentioned earlier that you love the, the solution and product that you use. So if you want to touch on that, the, the equipment and the actual solution that you used, if you want to share it, we'd be happy to, to hear that. Yeah. I have been using Norvell since I started because I absolutely love it. Um, on one of the spray tan forums, I saw um, a bunch of people talking about the unfiltered brand. And mm-hmm. so I ordered some of that. And Carla has just been wonderful. You know, Norvell, they don't, you can't just send them a message on Facebook and be like, hey, what color should I use on this <laughs> right. person? And how does this work? And um, with the unfiltered products, it has all been so personal. She's helped tremendously. So I have been using all of those and I'm absolutely in love. Yeah. So you're using both now? Or do you I'm only well. I'm. I still have some Norvell left, so I'm trying to finish up with that. I think that after I'm finished with all mm-hmm. of it, I probably won't go back. Hmm. 
Very cool. And I know Carla very well. She's she's awesome. She's a great product. I've I've tested it myself. It is very good. And obviously when in her situation she can she has the the time and attention for, you know, that personal connection, which is great. Other companies like Norvell, like you said, they've been around. They probably uh, service a lot more people. It's more challenging for them to do that. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, and support, you know, supporting someone like that is, is great. And the product stands for itself. So that's all you need to know. Yep, exactly. And that's good. And and I sent out uh, an, an email to the Happy Tens listeners this past week about that, kind of finding your product and sticking with it and not, wasting a bunch of time and energy and, and focusing on trying to find a new product. Like if it works and you're not getting complaints and you're satisfied with it, there's no reason to waste any time or energy on trying to find something new, like a magic product's not going to give you more clients, right? <laughs> you know, and I, I was, into, I actually got that email and I, before I read that email, I had been one to try everything. Anytime someone posted about something, I was like, Oh, I need to try that. Oh, I need to try that. And then I read your email and I was like, oh, my gosh, why did it take me reading that to understand that? But, yes, you find find one product that you love and don't worry about what else is out there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I just I, – only reason I found that is because I worked on the solution side. And, obviously, we got a lot of people that came to us to try the product when I worked at Show Lee back in the day. And we love that, obviously, but we also knew that our customers that were loyal to us were doing the same thing. And it's like how do you keep the people satisfied? And it's – you know, once I took a step back and I wasn't involved anymore, it's like just once you get the product and people love it, you know, we did have we did have a lot of clients that were loyal to us. And I knew that those people were out of the people we knew and talked to. They were the mo- by far the most successful. And that's probably why Like they're like they're still using the product, I'm sure. And it's, you know, six, seven years later. So they've they got that down. Now they're moving on to bigger and better things like uh, marketing website, you know, whatever it may be. So. Uh, that's yeah. cool to hear. Thanks for thanks for the support and reading that. <laughs> I like to hear that. <laughs> so now you can invest that time and energy elsewhere. So and and it always is uh, interesting to me. It's obviously people are posting that. Who knows why they're posting it? Could be a friend's product. Could be um, something new they've tried. They might have you know. And their product might work for them. It might not be ideal for you. So it's it's difficult for them to say this is the best thing ever, and for you to just jump and say, oh, let me try it. Yeah, that is so true because, I mean, I have tried products that other people just absolutely rave about, and I've tried it, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's there's so many things that come into play, um, obviously, where you're located, the, the type of weather and all that kind of – I mean, everything comes into play there. Um, and, and, again, back to your demographic and your clientele, like if you're servicing people that live at the beach, you need darker solution than if you're somewhere where people never get sun. So it's a completely <laughs> different thing. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Well, Kayla, when you started out a couple years ago, did you go through any training or certification, or was it just the old uh, paper towel technique like Jimmy Coco talked about and spray tanning friends and turning them into crazy-looking things? <laughs> yeah, I listened to Jimmy's paper towel thing, yeah. and I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to lie, until I went home <laughs> and tried it on a paper towel and was like, oh, that's, that's really smart. Yeah. But no, I just practiced on actual people, and it started out bad, but got better each time. Okay, so no, no training, no certifications, nothing. Nope. Very good. And did you, how did you, I guess you talked about your husband kind of, uh, pushing you to the next level, but how did you even get into or find out about tanning in the first place? Um, the boutique that I was working at, okay. um, my half my family worked up there. I had I have two cousins who are hairdressers, and they were working up there. And I just randomly got a message one day um, from the owner, and she's like, "You should do spray cans up here." And I am super pale, 
Mm. I do not tan at all. I avoid <laughs> the sun like the plague. Like, I hate the sun. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, why on earth would I do spray tans? Um, but I sell, um, like, pampering products and things like that. So I really enjoy making people feel good about themselves. Right. So the more I sat down and talked about it with my mom and my husband, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe this will be good for me. And I was like, let's just try it. The worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work for me. And I've been a stay-at-home mom for 10 years, so I've tried so many things. Mm -hmm. And this was just something that I tried and loved and worked my butt off to make successful. Yeah, that's cool, and it's good to hear. Uh, Obviously, there's tons of training and certification programs out there. Some people want them. Some people don't. There's no real reason. Uh, I mean, there's no necessity other than states like Oregon where you have to be a licensed esthetician. But other than that, uh, it's just more or less a, probably a uh, self-esteem kind of giving you the, the okay, I can do this, <laughs> the little push. Yeah, uh, and, and I did get a certification, I guess, like a month ago. I just went through like an online training thing sure. just to have a piece of paper that says I know what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> because I feel like people people see a certificate on the wall and they're like, oh, she must know what she's right, doing if she right. has one of those. <laughs> very true, very true. And that, honestly, that's probably why a lot of people do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, Kayla, it's been great talking to you. I like to wrap it up with one question, and that is if you could write a letter uh, to yourself now, back to yourself two years ago, what would you say? I would definitely tell myself to believe in myself as much as my husband believes in me. Yeah. Yeah, what a, what a cool situation. That's great to hear when uh, husband and wife or other way around, whatever it is, is the supportive, uh, your life partner is supportive for you and what you want to do and actually pushes you and believes in you, you know, uh, you know more than, than yourself. And uh, we've all been in that situation before I stepped out on my own. I didn't see it either. And my wife was like, or fiance or girlfriend at the time was like, you need to do this like you can. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just, just Grant. Like, what well, was different, but it's good to hear. I mean, everybody thinks about that. It's kind of a imposter syndrome is what I call it, where you don't believe that you can do it, but people on the outside can see it differently. So that's good to hear. Great support from your husband. Uh, Katie, on the last episode, her husband was the one that was going around and knocking on everyone's doors and helping her. So I'd love to hear the support of the spouses here. <laughs> the reason yeah, and, it, and not even just the spouses. I mean, like my Facebook friends, whatever you want to call them. Um, I know most yeah. of them personally. <laughs> okay, good. But, um, they have been so supportive too. Like I get messages all the time about how inspirational and motivating and all this stuff that I am. And I'm like, are we, are you talking about me? Because I do not see sure. motivational or inspiring in anything that I do. But if you believe that, then okay. Yeah, yeah. We all, we often underestimate ourselves. So make sure not to do that. Always believe in yourself. Um, and you see that what happens when you do that, obviously you, you, you listen to your husband, and now you believe that, and look how far it's come in the past eight months. There's probably you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to believe that eight months ago. I wouldn't think so. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah, I think believing in yourself is probably the first step because once you do that, you will flourish in whatever life throws at you and whatever you decide to do. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. percent Well, Kaylee, I will let you get back to your children. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. It was great to uh, hear from you. If anybody has questions for you or wants to reach out to you, where is the best place? Facebook, I'm assuming. Facebook, definitely. <laughs> okay. Kaylee Dollison. Um, I should be easy to find, but yes, Facebook is definitely the main way to reach me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll link that and link your uh, Mermaid Lagoon spray tanning website as well. We'll put okay. that in the show notes. Awesome. Thank awesome. Thank you so Thank much, you, so much Kate. you got it. Thank you so much. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 23 of the Happy Tans podcast with Kaylee Dallison from Mermaid Lagoon in Longview, Texas. She had a great story, uh, a crazy situation where her husband actually kind of pushed her out uh, to believe in herself, where she was renting a room and doing a couple tans a month to have her launch at her own studio and serve uh, service 20, uh, excuse me, 48 people on opening day on one day. Uh, from two people a month. That's a far cry from there. What a great story about how she is unapologetically herself. And that is really what has propelled her and got her to where she is. It sounds like it really resonates with her demographic and her clientele. She has a little playroom there for the kids because that's how she is. She's a mother and that's who she wants to relate to. So what a great story. Again, so many different situations, people in in different areas of, of the world talking to us about how they service their clientele and what sets them apart. What a cool story from Kaylee. Again, thank you so much, Kaylee, for joining us. Again, thanks again for joining us on the Happy Tans podcast. As always, you can reach out to me, Grant, at happytans.com or come over to the the website, www.happytans.com and build your website through us with the website builder at happytans.com forward slash website. If you have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to me, Grant, at happytans.com. Thank you very much and happy tanning.